Welcome to Two Girls, One Small Town. I'm Jeannie Caldwell. And I'm Katie Dillon. <laughs> Living our best life in Ranger, Colorado. Do you want me to write it down? <laughs> Let's try again. Okay. Welcome to Two Girls, One Small Town. I'm Jeannie Caldwell. And I'm Katie Dillon. Living our best life in Ranger, Colorado. I love that. Hello, Miss Jeannie. How are you today? Doing great, Katie. Great. I'm so glad to be back here at Two Girls, One Small Town. Me too. I'm so excited. It's going to be the best day ever. I know. So, Katie, I love Rangeley. Well, yeah, absolutely. Who so, doesn't? <laughs> hey, Katie. Yes, ma'am. Guess what? What? This week I talked to Diane Sizemore. Oh, I love her. Everybody in town, she's, she's like beloved in our community. Oh, she is. She's a hoot. You know, I grew up with her. She used to um, work at the high school when Michael and I were, um, you know, going to school. And she was always like, she brought so much fun to the, the school and was always the life of the party. I think she's probably the life of the party for every event. Everybody loves her. Yes. Like she, she's a hoot. <laughs> well, she worked as a custodian for a while at Parkview Elementary. Yes. And do you know what she told me? What? There's two guests that guests that live there permanently oh, and they're ghosts. Absolutely not. That's terrifying. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's that. for real. You I know what she told that. me? Hmm. She told me that she walked in one morning and she was unlocking the doors because they were chained. Uh -huh. And she looked around near a water fountain uh -huh. and there was this really bright light uh -huh. and a young girl standing in a white dress there. Uh -huh. And it startled her. So she stopped and it just faded away. Wow. It's true. Wow. I believe it. Yeah, I've heard that there's some weird things that have happened. I think that's exciting. So maybe that's a topic for another day, but just be. throwing it it's out there. <laughs> scary if anybody stories. out there knows the ghost at Parkview, you know, just to bring up, like have a special on that for Halloween. That'd be kind of fun. Oh my gosh. We'll know? get all scared. I, so that's another one of my favorite seasons is Halloween um, or holidays or not. It's not even a holiday, is it? What kind of I mean, kind of is. I mean, some people everybody like, loves Halloween, I right? I love it. It's my favorite. Well, Katie. Yes. We have two special guests with us today, and I am super excited about this. I agree. Me too. So I want to introduce them. So I have Nick LaFever, and I have Dana Hicks from Grand Junction. And they are here because do you know what's going on this weekend? I do. We're going to be having a LARPing fest, right? Is that what it's called? What do you want to call that? It's called Salt Wars. Salt Wars. <laughs> See, okay, we got see, that wrong right I mean, off the bat. Guys, it, it is a LARPing event, though. Okay, good. So, so it, it, but it has a name. Um, Salt Wars. And it's a yearly event that we put on. Here in Rangeley? This is the now, second year, right? Yeah, we, our first year was last year. Um, we loved the location at the camper park so much. And Tim is just such an amazing person. Great host. And um, he was so hospitable. Everybody was here in town. We felt so welcome right from the beginning that we actually decided, our Grand Junction Park decided that we were going to put our own event on just so that we had another excuse to come up here. <laughs> and oh, that's awesome. We love the Turin Rangeley. Yeah. And we... We spawned a park out of it, which is why Nick is here. 
So yeah, we, we love it up here. Everybody is just so great and it's beautiful. It is so beautiful up here. The drive up here, being up here. Yeah, the past. Is- Rangeley's such an awesome town and we, I'm glad you're here. And I know if you talk around town, everybody's happy that you're here. Mm-hmm. And certainly I'll be heading down to watch some of the wars. So it's LARPing and LARPing stands for live action role play, right? Yes, ma'am. So, and then the name is Salt Wars, but Amped Guard, do you want to explain what that is? Um, so Amped Guard is um, a specific LARPing group. Um, we, I believe, have just gone international. Wow. I think we have just opened up our first parks overseas. Oh, wow. Uh, I am not 100% on that, but I do believe that that I did hear that that was happening. So that's real exciting. But we have, uh, I believe, seven kingdoms that span the United States, um, a little bit of Canada. Uh, so, and then each of those kingdoms has parks within. And we are specifically a foam fighting reenactment group. So no real swords. No real steel. Okay, You'll get a lot of that. There's other groups that do do that. They're not sharpened, but it is real live steel. Um, we use foam. Like it basically pool noodles. It's not pool, pool noodle. So don't. It's the same material, right? Right. But, right. but it is just foam like that and a core. And they make what's called a boffer. It's what our weapons are called. And it's a great way to let out some aggression, you know, to get the kids out of the house, get them off the electronics, get them outside fighting, you know, interacting, learning. So Katie, we should go down there and get some aggression out. I, I, yeah, I'm thinking, I mean, bless Michael's heart. Like you better look out. (laughs) You can show me some moves and I can, I mean, I'll get me one of the kids' pool noodles. I'll go to town. <laughs> so we actually have plenty of loaner weapons. See, on site. perfect. There Michael, you go, Katie. Look out, Michael. Out. Yeah, get off with your head. <laughs> so, um, also, Nick, I'd like to talk a little bit to you. So, how did you get involved with uh, Ampguard, LARPing, uh, Salt Wars? How did you get involved? Yeah, and I that was a great question because I also wanted to know, like, how do you guys find out? you know, other, where other LARPers are? Well, uh, so that would be multiple different things. Um, last year at the Phoenix Bazaar, which was put on by, uh, Phoenix Rise Junction, okay. uh, I believe in September, um, my, one of my kids decided that that's what he wanted for his birthday was he wanted to go to this LARP event. Okay. And we got down there and, uh, got kind of sucked in. And after that, we just, fell in love with it. Um, we met Dana and, um, Richard and, um, you know, they, they really just helped us get off the ground. And now we, we meet weekly, uh, and we are officially part of Amphicard. Uh, you start out as a freehold, which is no kingdom, no attachment and got fast tracked to being the, the newest Shire, uh, in desert winds kingdom. So Yggdrasil's Oasis is our local park. Okay. Um, and finding other parks, if you're if you're looking to find one, you know, near where you are, mm-hmm. uh, you just ampguard.com, uh, and they they have an interactive map that you can look at. Okay, that's uh, cool. There's an amp wiki. What? Uh, okay, I would have never known. Wiki. So, um, yeah. I will warn 
when you go to the AMP wiki, it is not updated as often as it should be. Right. It's a good place to get your basics. There you go. And then um, all of the kingdoms, all of the parks within the kingdoms have Facebook pages. Okay. So that's a better place to go ask your questions and get yeah. up to date answers and whatnot. But AMP wiki is a great starting point. Wow. So it sounds like it's just really growing fast. And that's what, yeah, I was, when I was doing some research, research about it, because I didn't you know, know a lot, I was noticing that, that, you know, it kind of has really taken off and spread to a lot of you, like you said, different countries. Yeah. Yeah. We finally, if I'm remembering correctly, please forgive me. Anybody who's listening, if I'm wrong, <laughs> but yes, I do believe that we have hit other countries now. Um, UK, I believe, is where we opened our first overseas park. And then Canada, you mentioned. And, and Canada, which I guess technically is. Yeah, that's. I, it, they feel like they're neighbors. So. Yeah, they're our family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're the nice family. <laughs> you know, you go visit them for the holidays and, and come home and oh, we have happy. <laughs> we have four kids in Canada, so I love that country. <laughs> I did oh, not know so that. cold up there, though. We did. So the name, um, so each of you, one of the, first, let me say that I love how you described, um, instead of playing Dungeons and Dragons on a computer, this is actually taking it outdoors. So we have so many kids today that just sit on a computer oh, and play video games. Or, absolutely, yep. Yeah, and that is a great way to put it. And I see where the draw is for, for this. Yeah, it's, it's great because, like I said, it gets them away from the screens, you know, and it, it helps to improve their memories because, say you're playing a casting class, you have spells that you have to memorize that have to be said on the fly, on the field, oh, really? in the midst of chaos of battle. So it, it really helps, you know, with memory stuff. Well, and just and, imagination, too. You know what I mean? How cool is that, that you're constantly building their imagination? Always. And another great thing is, is that Amp Guard is not just about fighting. There's a whole other side of Amp Guard called the Arts and Sciences Division. Um, that is the side that I am on. That's the crafters. We're the ones who make all of the clothes that you see the fighters out there wearing, all of the cool props, all of, you know, it's, there's a side for the creative types to have an outlet as well as mm -hmm. The people that want to be out there on the field being physical. Um, we have a lot of people within the organization that have health issues that keep them off of the field. We have a few people that you would think it would keep them off of the field that are on the field fighting <laughs> because we have special rules. Yeah. Um, every class has a colored sash that goes with it and they have actually developed a special sash that's pink. If somebody is on the field wearing a pink sash, you're not allowed to actually make physical contact with the weapon with them. You have to stay 20 feet away from them. If you come within 20 feet, it's considered a death and they know to take it. But that's a way for the physically disabled people to also get on wow. the field and be mm -hmm. included. included. Yeah. Absolutely. Inclusion. Yeah. It's awesome. a big part of our organization is inclusion and a family atmosphere. That is well, awesome. That is incredible. And that in today's world, that is so important because a lot of people do get excluded. So I'm very mm -hmm. impressed with that. Yeah. And one thing too, is that I actually had a question on was, you know, I've, I've gone to the Renaissance fair um, and I've done other, you know, I've gone and seen other things. And um, I've always been fascinated with their wardrobes. 
and their props. So I think it's cool that, like you said, you are kind of in charge of that, right? Uh, like you, you make some of those. I, I make stuff. I wouldn't say I'm in charge of it. It's a, you've got several different people at every park right? that, you know, um, I'm the one that makes for my family. Like I make all of the garb for my family. That's so cool. Um, and there's a few other people who's, you know, don't have. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, <laughs> no. So that's a really cool talent. I, so it's, it's always been a love of mine was costume making. So yeah, that's awesome. And some of the costumes I know from last year, they were just incredible. Mm-hmm. Actually, you're in a beautiful costume today. Yeah. Thank so. you. I'm supposed to be a swamp witch, and it turns into pirate <laughs> really quick. And so we're just I didn't think pirate. <laughs> so, oh, I'm jingling. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I did want to ask, uh, you talked about the weapons, and Nick, you or Dana, either one can a- answer this. Um, do, the weapons... You do a weapon check-in. Am I correct in that? Yes. So before every day of battle games, uh, we have to check the weapons, and that's only done by people who are Reeve qualified. Uh, Reeve is basically a ref, um, and it's safety checks. There are very, very stringent safety measures. Um, Arrows require very certain um, uh, specifications, um, every sword goes through checks. Uh, the idea is if people are getting hurt, people aren't having fun. Right. Um, and then, you know, somebody that may be older or younger or just not be able to handle getting hit as hard, they shouldn't have to worry about it. That's part of that inclusive, you know, uh, so yes, we, we do weapons checks before, uh, I believe we have three days of events this time and we, there's a weapons check before anything happens each day even wow. so wow. a weapon that was good yesterday does not necessarily mean it's still good today because it went through battle so we need to make sure that it's still safe it's very structured some you of know, these boys get out there and they go hard they they are wary of who they're fighting with but when you get you know two strong strapping young men going face to face they will go hard and sometimes swords get broken yeah um or tipped is what's more likely to happen the very tip of it wears down too much and the core pokes through okay um and that can be very dangerous so those weapons all get pulled off the field we've got several people that bring repair kits so that it somebody who is versed in making weapons can make an entire sword in less than a half an hour what? Wow. So that is impressive. It, <laughs> it, it kind of becomes repetitive. Like if you worked in a factory or something, did the same job every single day, all day long, and it just kind of becomes muscle memory at that point. Uh, we've got quite a few people in the game that can just, that's what they do. They just bust out weapons all wow. the time. That's so impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. And then so, on the other side of that, on our arts and sciences, we have some of our crafters who have gone on and actually have clothing companies opened up for garb and stuff so that people wow. that go to Renaissance fairs will go to them to buy. Yeah. When I've gone to, we went to one in Denver and let me tell you what, they were fancy. Like they had, they were dressed to the nines. It was pretty cool. If you two are interested, if I'm not mistaken, we will have one of them at the event, oh, Cassius really? um, okay. Apparel, and that's like that's where I got my jingle belt from. And okay. he does 
tabards and pants and dresses and hoods and all kinds of stuff. Well, when That's will, awesome. so there'll be some vendors there then? Uh, we will have a couple of vendors. Um, Cassius usually comes and sets up uh, because his career started through AmpGuard and he is such a structured part of our organization that he tries to make it out every year. So, so um, is there a specific time the vendors will be there? I, we're not sure. We have people that are coming in from all over. Um, we have people that travel out for this event from California. Wow. Um, from the East Coast out, you know, Michigan and all of that. So um, they kind of trickle in when they trickle in, but everybody should be here by tonight. So, so what time are the battles? Because I, I really want to go see. I want to get some pictures. Are we allowed to take pictures? Absolutely. It's encouraged. Okay, because um, my husband's a great photographer, and I'd like to have some pictures that we could. To put on our website, that'd be absolutely awesome. one of the things that makes Rangeley awesome, and why you should come visit us. That's why we're way outside of ordinary, Katie. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just throw that one in there, a little tidbit. Yeah. Now, what about like food vendors? Do you guys have people coming? Because one of the things that I loved about when we went to the Renaissance Fair that was in Denver, they had like these huge chicken wings. What is that what those are? I right. think turkey, turkey legs. Turkey legs, sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to have food vendors out at Salt Wars. Mm -hmm. um, part of when you pay for a ticket to come and be part of the event is you can pay for a meal ticket. Um, we have a person that is in charge of cooking the food oh, for wow. the event. And the proceeds go back into the game, back into Kingdom, go to help make this event even better next to year. To grow it. Um, however, the, the Phoenix Bazaar will be being held out here again. Uh, I believe the first weekend of September is when we've set the date for. Oh, oh okay. Um, Love to add that to the list. Yes. And we do plan on having vendors out again. We did last year and, mm -hmm. and it went over well. Mm -hmm. So we do plan on having them out. However, at Salt Wars last year, somebody from here in town came out and roasted a whole pig. That was Ryan Hewitt. And I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. I believe he's planning on doing that again. Yeah. Oh, I really? think that they did invite him back. Um, that was something that it's, it, it's very much with the time period. Oh, cool. Of okay. The whole roasted pigs and the big turkey legs and stuff, as you see at Renaissance fairs. Um, we're not really a Renaissance fair. Mm -hmm. uh, right. I think she was comparing like the time period. Yeah, we're, we're kind of Ren fair adjacent we're a lot more interactive. You don't, it's not so much about going to different booths and buying mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. and watching shows as much as being involved in, in what group. is going on. Mm -hmm. So because we go through such strict safety precautions, we are allowed to have the public come in, sign a waiver, pick up a weapon and just join. You That's don't so have cool. to have any experience or any special training. Are you in, Katie? Oh, yeah, I think I might have to be now. But that was one of my questions is, is um, how old do you have to be, you know, um, to, to join? So to join any age, you, you can bring babies in wheelchairs, or uh, I'm sorry, strollers. Um, wheelchairs, also welcome. I've seen some really cool, um, like, chariots mm -hmm. that people have turned their mm -hmm. wheelchairs into and whatnot to go out on the field and stuff. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. The the creativity in this game will floor you. But um, babies and strollers, we've got about all the time, you know, while the parents are out and you always have people that are not on the battlefield sitting to the side that are willing to babysit. 
Um, but to get on the field, you either have to have special permission from your monarchy um, and or be 14 years old with your waiver signed. Gotcha. Um, so and then, yeah, um, my son hit the field for the first time at eight years old. Wow. And he hasn't come off the field. So <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he absolutely loves it. He is uh, one of the most well-behaved 16-year-old boys you'll meet because he has a weekly way of letting out any of that aggression that builds up over the week. Right. His friends are involved, you know, so. Good times. It's it, their parents are extremely happy that we're helping get them out of the house, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's physical activity. It's mm -hmm. good. It's exercise. It's cardio. So Nick, this is a question for you. How many people in Rangeley, just residents of Rangeley are involved in LARPing? Uh, I think at last count, we have, I believe, 18 registered. Um, we normally don't get that many on a weekly basis. It kind of rotates who shows up this week versus that week. Um, I would say that our average is probably about seven or eight per week. Um, but yeah, I think we're up to 18 currently registered. Wow, that's impressive too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I see that growing. I'm hoping there's been a lot of people expressing a lot of interest. Um, you know, we, we decided to change it from set from Sundays to Saturdays because a lot of people, you know, Sundays they've got church, they've got family stuff. They've got just, that's their one day to actually sit down and relax. Mm -hmm. Um, and while, while going to park is not relaxing, it also very much is, uh, you know, you, you do go hang out with your friends and have a good time. Uh, it's physical exercise, but I come back from it much more relaxed than sitting on the couch for sure. Wow. So, and each of them, each of you, everybody, I guess, involved has an amped guard name, right? Mm -hmm. So do you want to tell us about your names? So, um, when we first showed up to Phoenix Bazaar last year, uh, I believe it was actually Dana that I, I met with and signed the waiver and was told, you know, okay, well, do you want to have a persona name? It could be anything you want. Just come up with a, a persona name. And I thought about it and I decided to go with my favorite and first D&D uh, &D character that I played. Um, and so that is Root Gem. And I don't have a whole lot of backstory. Uh, I found out just the other day in the middle of battle that I guess Root Gem has a Scottish accent. Because I was, you're gonna need to work on that. I was now. fighting somebody, and I just kind of started popping off with it, and it's like, well, okay, I guess my character has that now. Perfect. <laughs> um, Perfect. So, and and what's your position in Amtgar? Uh, so I am the current monarch of our local park, the Rangeley Park, um, and that I believe in the Kapora, which is our kind of our rule, our bylaws, I, I suppose is the best way to put it, uh, would be a sheriff. Uh, which is the monarchy position of a shire. Wow. Do you have a cool badge? Hmm? I actually do have a really cool badge, but it has nothing See? to do with hand card. Oh, okay. I was like, you need to, you need to, you need to make one. Like that's something that you need to put on the list. Absolutely. Put it on the shield somewhere. Yeah. So, and how about you, Dana? So mine is a little bit longer than that. I am Lady Dahlia Delphine, and I am the current Baroness of Phoenix Rise and Grand Junction. Um, that's we, a cool name. <laughs> thank you. It keeps getting longer and I cut some of it off. I want to be a baroness. We, so we didn't put in 
a few of my my other titles that um, have come from households and companies, that's a thing to get into there. Um, but yeah, so Baroness, we are a barony at down in Phoenix Rise now. Um, that is decided based on your weekly numbers. Um, the more people you have come out, the higher, but the bigger of a park you are, the bigger of a name right. you get, basically. Right. So we are a barony, so I am Baroness. So let me ask you guys, <laughs> if you was to give us an amped guard name, what would our names be? Yeah, I want to be knighted. <laughs> uh, that takes a very long time. We oh, actually, it. Saturday night, there will be a knighting. Oh, what event. time? Um, so, Amp Guard standard time. <laughs> so, whenever it thing. happens. <laughs> Usually, we're either an hour ahead or an hour behind when we're supposed to be. Tentatively, 7 o'clock is when we hold our court. Right after everyone's had dinner. Uh you know, relax, all the tournament scores are in, those types of things. So roughly seven o'clock, but it is it is a big to do when somebody gets knighted. So well how do you how how do you get to be with a person who gets knighted? Because I will be a person. <laughs> how do, I mean you have to go through some steps. So there are many steps Dang and it. the first <laughs> step would be to decide what kind of knight you want to be. Oh there are sword knights which are renowned for their battle. That's somebody who's on the field fighting alive. A good fighter. There nice. is, oh goodness, serpent knights, crown knights. Uh, you get crown knight by holding positions in monarchy at kingdom level. So once, when you're the one in charge of the kingdom, you are actually king or queen. Um, and the more you do that, and the more you help the organization through doing that, the then you get to be on the road for a crown knight. See, I knew this was going to happen. Well, that's okay. So that just tells I mean, us that we have lots of levels. Is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I've got a lot to work to do. <laughs> dragon. I think it's, I think that's it's Path of the Dragon. Path of the Dragon. That might be cool, Katie. There's there is many many awards that are handed out for arts and sciences, um, and battle and stuff. You get warriors for being on the field and fighting. Um, garbers, if you make clothes, stuff like that. We've got roses, which is just generally coming to park and being, you know, helpful, bring water, help clean up, that kind of thing. So, and each of those award paths get you closer to the knighthoods. I could be like the snack cart girl. <laughs> hey, I could bake some cupcakes and be like, you want a cupcake? <laughs> Will that get me knighted? <laughs> Make enough cupcakes, it could get you knighted. You gotta give them to the right people. Okay, you're in, Katie. Like, I'll have an apron and I can I wear a crown because I feel like I should, you know, that's like I I need one. (laughs) But I want to go back to what's our name? What would be our name? So, what do you think, Nick? What name could I be? Well, typically we ask people to make their own name, but you could always be just be Miss Jeannie of the Yourselves Oasis. I love it. My husband calls me Miss Jeannie all the time, and he's got everybody in the community calling me that. So, hey, I just call me Miss Jeannie. I don't call you anything but Miss Jeannie. It's so that's proper, what I told Dana your name it's was. It's so proper. But could I, I, maybe I could be lady or princess. What would I have to do to do that? 
well, you can't just take on the lady or lord title. You have to be given that title by the kingdom. Oh. Um, after you have been in a position of power, whether it be monarch, regent, um, we also have the PM, which is kind of our treasurer and paper. I'm going to be stuck as a person. peasant. <laughs> I'm going to be stuck as a peasant. That's you literally can, what see, my future is. And peasant, peasant is a class. I don't. I no. I want to get the crown. Well, you gotta work I'm here hard. for the crown. You, you can earn yourself a crown. You just gotta work hard for it. Okay. You know, Katie. I heard there's someone called Bigfoot or something, or Big Bird, or no. That I'm not gonna be. That's not my name. I'm gonna be Lady Buttercup. <laughs> that's a good one right but, there. But until you attain the title of Lady, what could she be? Miss Buttercup. I don't know anything but Big Bird. <laughs> Little buttercup, baby buttercup. <laughs> now, now, now it's starting to sound like those Mario Kart characters, you know what I mean? like um, Princess Peach. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. Hey, because you're a mess, you need to get it together. <laughs> Sorry. So that's my name. I'm gonna be Lady Buttercup, and then we can bring Mike in, you know, because his nickname is Butterbean. So he could be, you know, what's his wrestling name? He wrestled high school. It's a long story. I don't really know what <laughs> happened there or the disconnect. I don't know. But it's it's Butterbean. So he could be like what? What do they call misters? What are, what, what, what is he? Well, it would be Lord. But like I said, oh, that's going to go to his earn, head. Don't give him that. You title. have to earn those Absolutely titles. Absolutely not. No, you make him a freaking Make him a peasant. <laughs> Make him a peasant. Peasant better be. Yeah, forget that peasant. Yeah, be. I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> He'll think he's a lord. I know. Yeah. No, we're not giving him that. So, <laughs> so I can get it together. I need to move on. Okay. So, okay. Um, how long have you been in the amp guard? Uh, I have been in the game for just over eight years now. Um, that was after seven years of a friend. Every single weekend, bugging us to come out. He never gave up, and his perseverance prevailed. And we finally gave in and, and started making it out, and we wish we had done it sooner. Nick? Uh, I've been in for just under a year, so it'll be a year this September. So are you looking to gain new membership while you're here? Always. We are always looking for new members of the organization, the more people that come in, the bigger our book of diversity becomes, and therefore we'll start bringing in even more people. It's a domino effect. Um, like you guys said, you can tell that it's been growing and Absolutely. growing over the last few years. This game started in the early 90s. Wow. I want to say. In Grand was, Junction? Uh, not in Grand Junction. I believe it was... It was somewhere here in the Midwest, if I remember correctly, but this it's not information that I'm right off the top of my head. Um, and Wiki will have the history in okay. there. Um, so definitely go check that out and, and you'll be able to read about more of the history. Um, but we we have people that are veterans over 20 years in this game. They don't wow. walk so well anymore. Your <laughs> knees go pretty pretty quick when you're running around and doing this, but they're still coming out and they still contribute. And we just, we love all of our members and we want more people to come in so we can give more love. Well, I think you guys are good humans. Mm -hmm. I am glad you're in Rangeley and I can't wait to participate and come and watch this weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. So until next time.
be a good human. Bye, guys.